you for joining us at Bangalore Revival Center. We are a church that's dreaming revival with God and serving people in love. It is our desire to equip you to represent Jesus and carry his great joy to the ends of the earth. If you'd like to learn more about us, you can visit dreamingrevival.com. Now, as you listen to the word, we believe that God will minister to you. Today I'm going to share a Bible portion that that God put in my heart. Uh, you know when this lockdown started, uh, I was reading Bible but not in a particular fashion, you know, whatever comes. Uh, I was following a very different Bible plan, but you know, just in one week during the lockdown, uh, God asked me to read the book of Judges. So I started reading the book of Judges and I was like, like you know, why, why God you are asking me to read this book? And now I realize it's because God was preparing me for today so that I can share this word with the people of God, right? We're going to go ahead and study from the book of Judges chapter 6. Uh, it's a very famous portion. It talks about a man of God called Gideon and you know there's a lot of sermon preached about it and everybody knows the story okay and Gideon is is famous for testing God okay you know uh, he tested God three times we're gonna we're gonna study the entire chapter uh, and you know I've been reading this over and over again you know over and over again and you know the the way God has been revealing things to me and when I started reading the the passage it just hit me that you and I, we all are in the same situation right now, okay? Now, maybe the, the enemies that the Israelites were having at that time and the enemy that we have this time is different, but both our situation is same. So, I'm going to read some scriptures and, and we're going to study what God has in store for us, alright? So, before we read Judges chapter 6, I'm going to give you a brief history uh, about what happened in chapter 4 and 5. When Joshua led the entire Israelites into the promised land, there was peace. They took over the entire land and, you know, God had instructed Moses that you have to distribute the land in such and such manner to all the tribes. Then Moses instructed Joshua that you have to follow what God has asked you to do. And, and Joshua did everything, you know, though he was old, he was a warrior until his old age. He kept fighting, he kept fighting and, you know, whatever God had promised, they went ahead and they captured that entire land. They took over every enemies that were there in that land. Now, what happened is immediately when Joshua's time on earth was over, uh, as you all know, the Israelites, they again started sinning because the God had clearly instructed them that whenever you go and you capture any land, you need to destroy everything that belongs in that land, you know, including people, animal, every living creature. But then something happened. As, as we all know, the Israelites, they, they tried to make peace. They tried to make treaty with the people and they started living among them. And as you know, like, you know, if, if in, a, in a pond of fish, if one fish is bad, it makes the entire pond bad. That same thing happened, you know, Israelites, they started sinning again. They started worshipping their God. They started building altars for their God. And, you know, just before Gideon comes into the picture, uh, there was a woman named Deborah. She, she was one of the judges who helped Israelites to defeat their enemy. And because of Deborah, there was 
peace for 40 years, you know, as long as Deborah was alive, as long as Deborah helped Israelite, came out of their, their, their slavery, came out, came out of their sin, there was peace for 40 years, as long as Deborah was alive. But what happened is, the moment Deborah's time on earth was over, Israel again went back to sin. They again sinned against the Lord. Okay? So here's the thing. The problem is not that you have peace. The problem is what you do when you have peace. Okay? Now, you know, we, we know for sure that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. It's, it's mentioned in Isaiah. And, you know, the, the entire Old Testament kept talking about the coming of Jesus Christ. And they referred to Jesus as the Prince of Peace. But what happened is whenever you have peace, what you do during that time of peace is very important. And I believe this lockdown that we have in our life, it's, it's a privilege. Like our previous generation never had such moment in their life that they were locked down in a robe, no going out, no going anywhere, work from home or work from home, whatever you may call it. But they were like we are in a situation of a lockdown and you know there's there's certain joy there's a certain peace now you know some people won't agree with me and i know because you know there are two categories of people right now one category is which are not affected by coronavirus they'll be very happy they'll be peaceful they are enjoying their time you can see on social media how people are having fun but there is another category of people who are affected by coronavirus because we are on a category that is not affected by coronavirus it's now our responsibility and duty to pray for them pray for their healing, pray for their protection. And thank God, like, like in this country of India, uh, the way the government and the authorities have tackled the, the, the situation, I am really proud of the leaders. I am really happy for all the medical staff that are working tirelessly. God bless them. And it's, it's the best time to thank them because of them, we are safe here and we are hearing this word of God. It's very important that what you do in your time of peace okay now i believe this is your time of peace because i am sure once the lockdown is lifted up maybe in 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 in, in batches or all, all together you will get back to your normal life okay now how you get back to your normal life it's very important that you may continue to be in this attitude and in this atmosphere where you are more prayerful you are more bible reading the way you you fellowship with your family members the bond that is been built you need to make sure that it shouldn't stop there it should in fact increase and definitely not decrease all right i'm yes just to encourage you that this lockdown it's a blessing. I know there are people group that are suffering, that are affected. They don't have that daily food to eat. But like Bible says, we are the salt and light of this world. So now is the best time to shine and best time to add taste into their life as well. All right. Let's get over to the main portion of the Bible, which is from the book of Gideon, chapter six. We're going to read few verses from the Bible and I'm going to share what makes you fear okay now what made Gideon fear because we are in a similar situation I believe these are the things that causes fear in us as well all right so let's read verse 1 it says the Israelite did evil in the Lord's sight so the Lord handed them over to the Midianites for seven years 
it's really sad you know the way deborah helped the israelite to come out of their bondage the way uh, moses led the entire israelites out of the egypt the wonders and the miracle you know things that defy science that defy gravity that defies every scientific evidence they saw that miracle with their own eyes their previous generation and i'm sure when your forefathers witness a miracle when they see something they will definitely tell it to their children to their grandchildren to their great grandchildren and these people they knew how god brought them out of egypt but the sad part is they did evil in the lord's sight and you know because they were in in the in the period of peace for 40 years okay they should have been so close to god they should have been so filled with the love of god with the power of god and in awe of god because they didn't resisted the the enemy as soon as deborah went away from their life they did evil in the eyes of the lord and the lord delivered you know that's the sad part the lord delivered but i don't think so the lord delivered it's it's the consequence of what they did they themselves got delivered into the hands of the midianites all right now what happens is when the midianites took over you know if you read they they literally uh, tormented the entire israelite let's read verse 2 it says the midianites were so cruel that the israelites made hiding place for themselves in the mountain caves and stronghold isn't it surprised to know that uh, when they were marching out of the egypt they were saying okay we are going into a promised land a land flowing with milk and honey okay and look where they ended up they ended up in mountains cave and strongholds you know this is what happens when you are not in the will of god when you are not under the hand of the almighty but the following verse it says how the midianites they they took everything that they cultivated in the land their crops they destroyed their cattle and you know it was a very terrible time okay but something happened in verse 7 it says when they cried out to the lord because of the median the lord sent a prophet to the israelite okay now you know a god is a loving god you know people uh, there there's a there's lot of people who keep talking against god and like like if god is so good why he let this happen there are people who are already questioning about this covid 19 like if the god is so good why so many thousands of people are dying it's not because of god it happened it's because the enemy is trying his best to to rule over this earth but you know if if you and i stand in the gap if you you and i can pray if you and i can help this world can lead people to god i am sure even though there's the tough time you know you can experience peace you can grow in lord and you can give hope because romans 55 says hope never disappoints and it's my it's my hope it's like i'm longing to see jesus forever whenever my time on earth is done or whenever he comes back now it's very important like you know in front of whom you cry matters the most okay now most of the time we human we try to cry in front of human but you know the human humans have a very limited capacity they can only comfort you they can only guide you to a certain level but it's very important in front of whom you cry and when the israelites they cry out to the lord the lord heard their prayer and he sent a prophet okay and then the prophet came and he gave hope to israelite now let's read from verse 11 it says 
Then the angel of the Lord came and sat beneath the great tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash of the clan of Abiezer. Gideon, son of Joash, was threshing wheat at the bottom of a wine press to hide the grains from the Midianites. Right. So here's the here's the introduction of Gideon. Okay. Now, how has Gideon been introduced? He's been introduced that he is threshing a wheat. Okay. Now, now if you if you know uh, what threshing wheat is like, when the crop is grown, they take the crop and then they start beating it so that the the wheat from the crop it just falls down. So it, it sets up as the the stack and the and the wheat. Now, where do you do this? You usually do this in an open ground okay so that you know when you are threshing the wheat all the all the hay and all the stack they will start being drawn away with the wind uh, i i hope you remember when pastor priji and 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 uh, my spiritual father pastor shaiju who gave the word about the winnowing folk okay during the the new year services it's the same process that is used for threshing the wheat okay now you do a threshing of wheat in an open field Yes, what Gideon is doing. He is threshing wheat inside a wine press. Okay, now that's a that's a complete uh, mismatch of job requirement or or infrastructure requirement. Okay, it's like uh, you know you tell somebody that on a cricket ground you have to play badminton. Okay, that's that's not what you do. A cricket ground is used to play cricket, and a badminton court is used to play badminton. But here Gideon he is trying to mix. two grounds for doing completely different things you know why because he was afraid of the medians he knew that the moment he gathers the wheat the enemy will come and take away and they'll be again starving they'll be again without food so this is what fear does to you point number 1 it makes you hide and it makes you uncomfortable it creates a fear in you that you feel that it's better that i hide rather than i shine like the light which is on the mountain top now let's read verse 12 the angel of the lord appeared to him and said mighty hero the lord is with you now i i always believe god has a sense of humor okay here he finds a man called gideon who is threshing wheat inside a wine press so technically he is trying to hide from an enemy but god comes and tells him hey gideon you are a mighty hero and god is with you but if you read the remaining verse it says he he doubted his identity he doubted what god called him as okay and this is what fear does to you you know when you are in fear even though you know that you you are a warrior you are a prophet you are a, a big man of god or you have an authority over this world over the principalities of darkness still you you forget your identity and that's why you know when pastor priji did that identity series it was such a blessing for us because we really need to know who we are in christ okay and here's what you know when the angel of the lord came and he said mighty hero the lord is with you you know what he doubted his identity he he in fact forgot his identity that he is a warrior he is called his tribe is known as a warrior but he forgot his identity all right let's let's read verse 13 it says so so this is what gideon is saying if the lord is with us why has all this happened to us and 
where are all the miracles and our ancestors told us about didn't they say the lord brought us out of the egypt but now the lord has abandoned us and handed over to the midianites okay so here's gideon you know what he is doing he's he's questioning god this is the third thing that fear does to you you know it it creates question about god in your mind and you start questioning god that is this the a real god is this the god whom our our ancestors spoke whom our forefathers spoke that how miraculously he brought us out of egypt and you know uh, when when they came out of egypt gideon was not born but over the period of one i believe 120 years the the story about how god brought them out how god did all the miracles it passed on from one generation to another from one generation on and that's how we know and now because he has not seen that he is doubting god okay now bible says blessed are those who do not see and believe okay rather than people who see and believe this is what you know uh, because of the fear because of the situation because of the peace which is not there which they experienced before they, they started questioning god and let's read verse 15 it says but lord gideon replied how can i rescue israel my clan is the weakest in the whole tribe of manessa and i am the least in my entire family this is what fear does to you you know the fear lets you doubt your own ability okay now you need to understand that when the angel of the lord comes and say that you are a hero i am with you and you have to go and free your people and if you don't trust that voice which means you are actually doubting your own ability and this is what fear does to you you know you know that you have the ability you know you have the capacity you know that greater is he who is inside you than who is in the world even though everything you know you still doubt your own ability same thing happened with gideon you know he said oh god no i cannot you know i am the least in my tribe i am the smallest i am the weakest you know same thing happened with moses same thing happened with many men and women of god in the bible when when god approached and he came with an assignment they doubted they didn't doubt at god they doubted their own ability but i'm here to encourage you you know no matter how fearful the situation around you is don't doubt your ability because if god says you are a hero if god says i am with you you don't have anything to worry about amen let's read verse 17 this is the fifth thing that that fear does to you now gideon replied if you are truly going to help me show me a sign to prove that it is really the lord speaking to me don't go away until i come back and bring my offering to you here's the fifth thing that fear does to you it creates doubt in you so that you will start testing god you will start questioning god you know i've been praying i've been believing and you know whenever i i hear stories of people having having vision people having dream of 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 jesus coming and visiting and bright light you know uh, sorry but i i i at times i become jealous because you know for a longest of time i am i am i'm crying and 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 pleading and dying to have such visions i have seen vision but you know when people they describe their vision and they see like they saw jesus i'm like oh no i i become so heartbroken i'm happy for them but you know it's a feeling that i want it's it's something that i want to experience i want to have that encounter but here gideon even after having an encounter 
by an angel of the lord he is still doubting and he said like no 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 i want to test you and this is what fear does to you you know because you you are so fearful you are not so secure you want to make sure that is it really the lord is it something that i will do i will get a definite outcome is it something that will not harm me and sometimes you know if you are if you if you are heading a family if you are the breadwinner you are more fearful because you know you don't want to make a decision that the consequences would be faced by your family so you become more fearful so yes gideon you know he is testing god and you know if you go and read the passage he tried to test god but god did something that has never happened before you know he went he made his offering and he brought back to the angel of the lord and the angel said like keep it on a stone and pour out the broth and then the angel of the lord just touch his staff at the rock and the rock caught fire okay no kerosene no no matchstick no lighter nothing but the entire rock it it catches fire and the entire offering gets consumed and the angel of the lord disappears now this is where you know uh, there's there's a the saying in hindi it says chamatkar ko namaskar so you know as long as you you don't see something evident you don't see a miracle you don't believe now with all this conversation he he was fearful that's why he was hiding he had forgotten his identity he was questioning god he was doubting his own ability and that led him to test the angel of the lord that is it really uh, because he he thought like oh maybe somebody is uh, making fun of me am i hallucinating or, or whatever whatever would be the reason uh, you need to know that you know he was in a wine press so maybe he would have drank some of the wine if it's there in the wine press i'm just kidding you know that that he wanted to make sure that yes this is the lord and the angel of the lord gave him a, a visible sign and he then he disappeared and that's when he he had the courage he started gathering people when when the lord started speaking to him he started to have a a proper and a genuine conversation with god where he started saying yes i will do it now because you are with me i will do and he started collecting people around him and and god gave him a, a an assignment he said that you need to go and and break down the altar of baal and uh, asherah pole which is next to it now you know god gave him but still he had a little fear in him if you go ahead and read the further passage what he did is he took 10 servants from his father's house and instead of going in the day he went in the night because he didn't want others to see who broke down the altar of baal though he had little fear okay now you need to understand fear uh, is not bad fear makes us human okay now if you say like i am i i am not fearful to anybody you know it's it's good if you are in that state of mind but it it doesn't mean that if somebody has a fear he is no good at all okay now you see he had a visitation from angel the the angel of the lord gave him a sign and god gave him an, an assignment to break down the altar but what he did instead of going in the day he went in the night but he did it so once he he broke down the altar in the night okay in the morning when people came and they saw like oh what has happened uh, somebody has has broken down the altar of baal and the asherah pole and and they have built an altar for the lord you know this is what gideon did he built an altar for the lord and he he sacrificed a bull there uh, you know people were 
so angry and they said like like who did this and they started figuring out and they realized oh it was Gideon and when the people realized that that somebody has broken down the altar of Baal people were very furious and they wanted to to find who did this and and they eventually figured out that it was Gideon and they wanted to they went to his house and like like bring him out I we want to kill him but his father came and he he protected him and he said like uh, if Baal is real God let him uh, deal with Gideon himself and let God protect himself. Then when the news spread out, the enemy, they started camping against Israelite. You know, everybody came together and they were gathering to, to attack Israelite. And yes, Gideon, you know, he, he got an instruction from God and you know, all the other tribes uh, which were around him, they all gathered and he said like, okay, now we're going to go uh, wage war against all the Midianites and, and all, the, all the other countries who have joined together. We're going to go for a battle against them. But here's what Gideon does. He tried to test God one more time. I don't know if he did right or he, he should have tested or he shouldn't have tested. I'm not the best person to answer. But I know for sure that he tested God and God saw something in him. God, God knew that this man is a hero. You know, God doesn't call you by name or give you an identity if he has doesn't if he has not seen anything in somebody okay so we'll go back to a previous verse verse 11 you know what he was doing he was trying to gather food for his family in a wine press okay now i am sure in in that state of mind he would be praying you know he would be crying out and maybe he would be worshiping you know, God doesn't visit anybody unless and until you have the character, you have the ability or, or you have the heart to receive God. Because, you know, Bible says those whose hands are clean and hearts are pure, only they will see God. And I'm sure when he was in that wine press and he was trying to, to, to gather food and try to hide that food from the enemy so that he can f fed his family, God saw something in him. And that is why, you know, it's, it's, it's written in uh, Deuteronomy 6.16. It, it clearly says, God gave instruction, you must not test the Lord your God as you did when you complained at Masa. When the, the Israelites, they were in, in wilderness uh, throughout the journey, they started crying out, they started complaining, they started grumbling like, like, you know, we need water. And, you know, they were almost ready to stone Moses as well. And, and then Moses cried out and, you know, God said, okay, take your staff, hit on a rock, you'll have so much water, drink as much as you want. And then God said, you must not test the Lord your God as you did when you complained at Masa. And here's Gideon, he's trying to test God. I am sure his previous generation would have told about everything that God did. And here he is again asking for a sign. You know, there's, there's two signs here. In fact, he didn't test it once. I, I am sure God really had a patience with this man of God because, you know, he already tested the angel of Lord and he's like, okay, take it, my son. He just burned the entire uh, stone with fire and the food was taken, burnt, burnt off. He said, like, I'll, I'll keep a wool make the wool wet everything dry god said okay let it be let let so it be then again the next morning he said no 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 i want the wool to be dry the entire land so you know god really had a patience with him but i am sure god saw something in him that he is my hero and i'm here to tell you 
you know though you are having fear though you are in a lockdown though you have you you have been surrounded by enemies though there are there are persecutions from from your office from your family members if god has called you as a hero if god has given you an identity you need to be sure because god has seen something in you and if god has given you identity you need to be secure in it now he tested god okay he doubted god he was in fear but if you see the end result he came out victorious and he came out victorious in such a way that if you go and read the book of hebrew uh, chapter 11 which talks about faith in action and it 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 talks about all the men and women of god who showed faith okay let's let's read hebrew 11 verse 32 and 33 it says how much more do i need to say it would take too long to recount the stories of faith of gideon barak samson jephthah david samuel and all the prophets by faith these people overthrew kingdoms ruled with justice and received what god had promised them they shut the mouth of lions so yes yes the bible talking about this this great men and women of god and and gideon is mentioned okay but if you only read gideon chapter 6 you know you will be like no 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 he he doesn't belong into that category because you know he is having a visitation from the angel of lord and he is testing him now after god giving him instruction and and all the other tribes they came together and they say like okay we will fight for you we will go against with the enemy and again he tested god twice and still you know how how can you say somebody that he is a faithful man of god in hebrews 11 if he has done all this you know we we human we only see the outer picture but god sees the heart god sees what inside of him and i'm sure what he was doing in that wine press matters the most okay and here's what i want to encourage you you know this lockdown you may feel that you've been chained you may feel that i can't go out anywhere you may have fear that if this thing continues i won't have income if this thing continues i will not have food on my table if this continues uh, there are news and rumors about companies that are planning to sack people to cut down the capacity of the company to save fund that's all been said it's true it may happen it may not happen but if you know that you are in that wine press and you are trying to hide from the enemy if you let the fear overpower you then god won't be able to work through you okay so yes my encouragement to you is gideon was in fear gideon was hiding but in that hiding i am sure which is not mentioned in the bible because nobody would have noticed that he was worshiping he was praying he was believing every miracle that god did when he brought them out of egypt every story that was told by his forefather he kept believing in them and that is why he started questioning the only time you can question if you know something about it otherwise your question would be just interrogative question like why how it where no he was giving details he was telling how you brought how you did miracle so every miracle every promise every obstacle that god helped israelite come out he knew about that and i'm sure in that wine press he was believing he was praying he was asking he was he was crying out like you know in the in, in verse 7 when when the people 
they cried out to the lord okay i am sure gideon was one of them he cried out to lord and he said lord please come and help us and that's when god saw that his heart is pure his hand is clean he he can be my hero and he came and he spoke to him and god had patience over this man of god and in the end he helped israelite have such a beautiful victory that even he took over the camp the enemy camp and there was peace after everything so he what deborah did when she was alive gideon was able to replicate that which means the god who was with deborah was also with gideon was i was reading throughout the entire bible and you know i was i was trying to search online uh, if if there's any reference or anybody else who tested god like like gideon and i realized nobody else tested like gideon okay now there's a there's a remote mention of jephtha in in judges 11 but if i i read lord of transition he said he never tested god he made a vow with god now it's a very beautiful and a painful story you can go and read judges 11 okay now there was an incident in the new testament okay when jesus was baptized he was led by the spirit to go into the wilderness and that's where the enemy came he, and he tried to trick jesus into test god and this is what jesus replied in matthew chapter 4 verse 7 it says jesus responded the scripture also says you must not test the lord your god i am sure nobody in the bible tested god okay even when it comes to the story of doubting thomas okay he didn't test god it was his 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 heart and his belief you know because it it's clearly mentioned like you know when when jesus came to meet the disciple he was not there now a simple situation like you know you're out of the house and uh, a celebrity come into your house and your family like he comes he visits your family and he leaves and everybody in your family is like like that's a big celebrity came into the house and uh, you will be like no i don't believe it do you have a selfie with that celebrity do you have any picture uh, did he did a facebook checking or google checking or something can you show me any proof so the 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 thing about thomas was he didn't see that is why it was hard for him to believe and he said like unless i i i see his nail pierced hand and unless i put my finger through his wound i won't believe but he didn't test god and i realized nobody ever tested god and i want to encourage you you know don't be like gideon because i am not sure if if god would be as patient as he was with 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 gideon but in this season in this lockdown in this fearful situation in this big turmoil and and you know and the entire world is upside down nobody literally knows what will happen tomorrow just don't test god believe in him and trust in him you know it's easy for me to stand here and say but trust me i i know what am i talking because i i run a business and uh, i have five people who are working for me and i was talking to my wife and i realized like you know uh, because you know i i do business but i i take projects from someone else now unless they have an income they can't give it to me it's as simple as that it's very logical and you know there's an entire cycle of of a cash flow and i i told like you know i had a word with uh, the project owners and they say like uh, our cash flow has been affected so we won't be able to send you money they said they they will not 
but they said we won't at this moment we won't and i just shared with my wife um, and i and i and i really love my wife for that she's like they don't provide god provides and you know that gave me strength it's been one and a half months that we are in this lockdown situation and trust me the peace that surpasses all understanding we are in that peace and we know for sure our help our providence doesn't come from any man you know god is our boss he is our provider you know the only time god asks god has asked that you can test me it's in malachi chapter 3 verse 10 and i know everybody knows this verse it says uh, bring all the tithes into the storehouse so there will be enough food in my temple if you do says the lord of the heavens army i will open the windows of heaven for you i will pour out a blessing so great that you won't have enough room to take in try it put me to test now there's only two verse okay in the bible where where in deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 16 it says do not test your god but in malachi chapter 3 verse 10 he says try it put me to test with your tithe so i'm not here to to encourage you to give more you know but don't test god with the situation around you don't don't see don't play with fire okay i am like you know i i worked in a hotel and you know in a tandoori you just put chicken or papad inside it uh, you will see like if i put my hand if i pull it out nothing will happen trust me if you play with fire and if you are not careful you will burn yourself so do not put your god to test and i know you are in a in a in a fearful situation you know maybe you don't want to confess this which is really good but keep yourself on fire for god keep keep yourself consecrated keep yourself so pure so humble that you know when when these moment come when tough situation come you will not be shaken okay and i love the way pastor preeji is is doing a, a series on more than conquerors you know there's nothing more i can add to pastor preeji because he is already sharing from the same book of god the word of god that is sharing i and i don't have anything to add because i completely agree we both belong to the same string our spiritual father is the same but just to uh, just to encourage you that we are more than conquerors okay now gideon you know in the beginning he never knew that he can conquer over the midianites okay but when god called him a hero he doubted because of fear but i want to encourage you when god calls you out when god picks you up when god shows you a dream when god shows you a vision when god speaks to you when god encourages you okay do not doubt god do not test god okay because if you know this is the voice of god and i pray and i declare over you that you would have the discernment because the holy spirit in you would be so active would be so so real in your life in your daily walk with god because of this beautiful time that you have that your prayer life has increased your worship has increased your walk with god is intense and you know you've been seeing dreams vision and 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 you are in continual communication with god i know that you would have the discernment whether this is the voice of god or whether this is the voice of enemy i've been praying for myself as well that i should be able to shun any voice that is from the enemy and clearly distinguish this is from god and this is from the enemy if it's from enemy just rebuke it and you need to know the enemy has already lost his battle 2000 years ago 
on that cross. So you have to live a victorious life. But at the same time, this is one thing I keep telling, you know, there are, there are a group of people, they say like coronavirus won't touch me and nothing will happen to me. Praise God, I, I really believe your faith. But at the same time, you, if, you, if you notice, the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom is in the center of the Bible. No? And it means a lot. It's good to have faith, but at the same time, it's very important for you to have spiritual understanding. If you have the spiritual understanding and if you don't let fear overcome you and if you live a life of faith, I am sure when we go to heaven, you know, there are only few people mentioned in book of Hebrew 11, but I am, I am sure if heaven will, 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 will talk about your faith when you stand firm in tough situation, when you don't let fear grip over you. And that's my message for you. And I just want to encourage you, continue to do what you're doing. And I pray that your walk with God should not slow down or cool down or doesn't become lukewarm once this lockdown is over. I want to see your walk with God, the fire in you grow more. And you know, it should grow so much that anybody who in contact with you, okay, even they should catch fire. And that's my prayer for you. Thank you for tuning in. We believe that you are blessed by the word. We would love for you to be a guest on any of the weekends on a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. or a Sunday morning service at 11 a.m. For more information, please visit our website dreamingrevival.com.